Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from spirit. Channeling, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Suzanne Shields. As the sun begins to shine and the earth becomes soft and warm, it's a sign that spring is letting go and allowing summer to come. The change of seasons is always such a spectacular time. As we watch the trees give leaves, the ground to allow blossoming of flowers and grass, and food that can we nourish us and satisfy the soul. That transition from winter to spring to summer gets many people outdoors, slipping their hands into the warm earth and engaging in that ever-so-relaxing activity of gardening. As we notice that sometimes our gardens become overcrowded, we move towards transplanting flowers or plants from one part of the garden to another where either it can have more room to spread its wings, to allow more sunshine to hit the leaves, or maybe just to enhance the the artistic appeal of our garden. As we take a plant and we move it from one part of the garden to another, we're in fact transplanting it. We're taking something that has taken root in one space and encouraged it to grow in another. As I engage in this activity myself in the garden, it made me stop and think about, what does that mean for spirituality? How does transplanting affect our soul? When we look at transplant from a spiritual perspective, and when we combine it with the notion of medical treatment, i.e. the transplant of a lung from one person to another, or any other organs. The question always comes up, at least in my mind, what is the spiritual significance of that? Doing research on transplants has shown me that many recipients of someone else's organs brings with it new sensations, confirming to me that the soul of the individual, at least a portion of it, lives within the transplanted organ. Documented stories have shown about individuals who have may have received a new heart, a new lung, or a new kidney, and with that have taken on the characteristics of that human that housed that organ. This to me is fascinating. It's scientific proof that we are more than our physical state. And our physical state absorbs our soulful self. When we can accept that, we can begin to say that there is more than our physical body on this plane. We are truly here having a human experience. Our soul has made a choice to arrive here and use this vessel of our body 
to achieve that experience. Near-death experiences have also shown that, in fact, our soul can have the ability to give us a window of a glimpse into a world that lives far beyond our physical state. Scientific studies have shown that when the physical body is no longer in a living state, it immediately loses 2.7 pounds. And if a person is revived and brought back to life, the body weighs 2.7 pounds heavier, suggesting to scientists that the soul does have a weight within the body. There have been books written about physicians who have gone through the near-death experience. Describe what it is like when they return and shifting their perspective of medicine. Recipients of transplanted organs talking about how they have acquired tastes for food that they disliked before and only to confirm the individual with the organ adored that food, relished it, or had an experience that now the recipient shares. But how much more do we need as individuals to see that our physical state is only one part of who we are, that our soulfulness is more than what we can pull along in our body? Quantum physics has shown that everything has energy. Near-death experiences have had stories of consistent storytelling of what happens on the other side, going to the light, seeing the beauty of heaven. And yet we doubt. Do not misunderstand me. I respect that. I respect as humans we doubt. For the mind is meant to keep us focused on survival and always attempts to rationalize what our soul experiences. But if, if only for a day, we let go of the barriers and beliefs that our mind sets forward and allows us to hear what the soul wants to say, would the stories of those recipients of transplanted organs, those who have had near-death experiences, or those who are mediums and clairvoyants, would their stories rise to the point of convincing your mind that spirituality is far greater than what in this world we allow it to be? The course of spirituality is far deeper than religion. Why? Because religion is guided by other humans, or spirituality is guided by your soul. It's the direction, the path, and the fulfillment your soul feels as your mind believes it's in charge, and the soul sits back and giggles and says, you can only plan so much before I influence the next step. I have been asked, oftentimes, for those that wish to reach out to loved ones who have passed, 
Where are my loved ones? Why were they taken? I wish to share that the first thing we need to be able to suggest is death is not punishment. The gift of life is a gift, but it is also a spiritual fulfillment. If a loved one was taken, it is not the universe punishing you for being left behind, punishing the person who was taken, but it is about alignment and soulful destiny. I'm not here to say that the loss of a loved one, the diagnosis of ill health, are the work of the universe to deny someone something, but rather the signal of the spiritual path is ending for only another one to start. If we can pause, accept that our spiritual needs guide our physical state, it enables us to see the love of the universe, the joy of the sunlight, and the ability to see there is more than what the physical eye can see. I encourage you to reach out and do the searches. Seek the evidence for what you need, and you will see, and your soul will begin to speak louder towards what your spiritual destiny is. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Suzanne, reach out to her Facebook group, Genis Shields Natural Healing Center. Suzanne's YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony, the number 17, all one word, that's Suzanne and Tony, 17, and the website is lovehigherself.com. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.